Hello everyone, this is Pastor Dean Thompson with a word of hope. I had a friend whose home I used to visit on a regular basis in the country. We were church brothers, and very often a group of us youths would have gathered at his home to run a boat, meaning to cook some food, to exercise or just to hang out. It was a very nice place with lots of flowers and trees. But the thing that tended to have drawn my attention the most was a little parakeet that he had. I do not remember the name of the bird, but it was a little bird with very pretty colors. It was kept in a large-sized cage out in the yard. What I found very strange about this bird was its love for the cage. You see, often when, we, when I went there, the cage was left open, and, the, and sometimes a little parakeet would be seen perched on top of the cage, other times on the side of the cage, sometimes even at the door of the cage. The little bird just would not leave the cage. It had perfectly healthy wings, but it just would not fly away. It was as if it had accepted the cage as its world and had resigned itself from ever wanting to go anywhere else. As pretty as that bird was though, I disliked it for that very reason. I believe birds are given wings to fly, not to settle for any cage. There was a whole world out there to be, to be explored, but the little parakeet preferred to, to limit itself to that old cage. Why? Why? Some of us are like this little parakeet. We tend to limit our thinking to a little box, and we limit God to act within the confines of that box. Everything outside of that box we see as evil and out of bounds, even for God. But having this kind of mindset often robs us of a better understanding of the power of God's grace and the vastness of its reach and its ability to save to the uttermost. Many, many tend to want to limit God to a denominational box, uh, a cultural box, or even a national box, just to name a few. But God's grace transcends denominational regulations, cultural preferences, and geographical boundaries. And we see, we see many places in Scripture where God acted outside of the general expectations of those who were designated as the chosen people of God. They needed to understand that God's plan was not limited to just one nation or people, but the whole world at large. His plan involved them but was not restricted to them. That was what Paul meant when he wrote these words in Romans chapter 11. I ask then, did God reject his people? By no means. I am an Israelite myself, a descendant of Abraham from the tribe of Benjamin. God did not reject his people whom he foreknew. Don't you know what the scripture says in the passage about Elijah? How he appealed to God against Israel. Lord, they have killed your prophets and torn down your altars. I am the only one left and they are trying to kill me. And what was God's answer to him? I have reserved for myself 7,000 who have not bowed the knee to Baal. So too, at the present time, there is a remnant chosen by grace. Romans 11 verse 1 through 5. 
Paul wanted the Roman Christians to, to understand that God's true remnant people is chosen by grace alone, not by nationality, not by works of law, and in our context today, not by denominational titles. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not from yourself, yourselves, it is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9. What does Paul mean when he says, not by works, so that no one can boast? Simple. No one can claim that they are saved or preferred by God because they do more works of law than another, or even that they keep more of God's commandments than another. We are all saved by grace through faith. No one is saved because they deserve to be saved. It is all by grace. Those who abide in Christ are his true remnant. Let us all choose to abide in Jesus. Why? Because your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, looking for someone to devour. 1 Peter 5 verse 8 And if we abide in Jesus, we will bear much fruit for him. And that is his will for us. Only those who abide in Jesus are his true disciples, the true remnant. I am the vine, you are the branches. If any man remains in me, and I in him, he will bear much fruit. Apart from me, you can do nothing. If, you, if anyone does not remain in me, he is like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up, thrown into the fire, and burnt. If you remain in me, and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be given you. This is to my Father's glory, that you bear much fruit, showing yourselves to be my disciples. John chapter 15, verse 5 through 8. O Lord, help us please to come to a better understanding of your grace, your power to save to the uttermost. Help us not to seek to lock you within our little boxes, but to understand that your grace transcends all boundaries and titles and regulations. Help us to grow in grace. Amen. God bless you, my brothers and sisters.